Hello, everybody, and welcome to podcast number 64 of The Real Estate Show. I'm Cherie Selly. With me is Shauna Euling. We are part of Selly Group Real Estate here in Colorado Springs. We're bringing you local, relevant, I can't even know what what is local and relevant, (laughs) real estate knowledge, as well as uh, international and national news as it comes up and it seems applicable. Um, We are so excited to be back with you and hope that all of you have had an incredible Thanksgiving time. So yes, we are thankful for you. And the fact that uh, we have like two or three viewers now for a podcast show. So for each Your one Your mom, you, my mom, and who else? And Ron. <laughs> he's no, still there, huh? He's still, you know, he's hanging Faithful. in there. Hanging by a thread. He's like, if it doesn't get more interesting on this next video series, then we're going to just have to say, you know, I'm putting a kibosh on it. Okay, well. So we have to make this one good. No pressure. None. Zero. <laughs> Let's recap the October stats, because we don't have November's yet. Um, so the average sales price in October of 22, 532,488. So that's um, about 4.4% up from October of last year, which was at 510. The median home price, 465. So that's up at 4.3% from mm-hmm. October of last year, which was 446. So we're up about Four to four and a half percent. Yeah. Um, as far as pricing from this time last year, what's different is the active inventory. We talked about it the last podcast. Mm-hmm. I'll reiterate it this one in this one. October of 2022, we had 2645 active properties. Um, this time last year in October, 1,048. Yeah, active. that's significant. Like significant, an increase of 152%. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot more choices for buyers. And that's part of what's driving prices to be a little bit different mm-hmm. because sales have declined yeah. uh, from this time versus last year, from now versus last year. So October of 2022, 1,100 sales um, versus 1,641 uh, so 33% down in sales mm-hmm. and 152% up in inventory. So, yeah. hey, the, the world isn't dying. We're not crashing. This is not a hard crash and burn. But this is a turn where we have – the weird thing is we have this buyer's market going on. But believe it or not, even with all the numbers that I'm talking about with inventory and supply, mm-hmm. we're still low inventory, folks. For the city. Yeah. For the scale and the size of El Paso County, Colorado Springs, it's not like we're um, dealing with an exorbitant amount of supply. Yeah, that's very accurate. (laughs) We have uh, 2.4 months as far as active inventory Mm -hmm. on the market. This time last year, it was (laughs) 0.6. So you know, that's changed a lot too. So um, when people are asking what is wrong and what's going on, now you have a little bit better of a frame of reference. And Shauna, we're getting calls, you know, from people that are calling. And one thing we cannot do, and just want to reiterate this, we love uh, to work with our clients and buyers and sellers. But when we get a call and a home is already listed, by another agent. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's been listed for five days. And they're going, my home isn't selling. And can you look at it? Because something's wrong. Yeah, you know, 
we, first of all, we're not going to go out and um, solicit for business. Or if somebody calls us and they're listed with another agent, Mm -hmm. we understand that maybe uh, you're not completely satisfied with the process, or maybe the expectations weren't set up to begin with. But we're not here uh, to talk about listing your property unless the fulfillment of the listing agreement that you already have has been made. Mm -hmm. Um, so we can't sign cross or we can't go and ask you uh, or tell you that we want to list your home right now. We're not going to tell you how to fire your agent. Uh, that's between you, your agent, their broker, and you have to go through your own contract. Mm-hmm. Just want that to be clear because we have been getting calls. Uh, so I think it's important that people know we're here to help when you're not under an active listing agreement with mm-hmm. somebody else. Yep. Good advice. <laughs> That's, I didn't even think about talking about that, but it just it's come up a few times and thought it might be important just for people to know. We have our own parameters that we need to follow and that are moral and ethical as well as mm-hmm. legal. Um, so Shauna, I mean, we had such an interesting forum where we had, I think, over 400, nearly 500 agents that showed up. There was a lot. Empire Title, who is now owned by Stuart Title, um, invited, uh, it was amazing, Dr. Ted Jones, he's the chief economist for Stuart Title, mm-hmm. to come out. And I don't think I've seen this many agents in one place <laughs> since before, like, it's been since COVID. <laughs> I mean, I think I was doing a little bit of shaking. I, I didn't know how to handle that many people in the room. <laughs> but it was awesome to see that our real estate community came together for a great reason. And I mean, this this uh, podcast will air several weeks after this forum happened. But the information that I'm that I think both of us are taking away, it's very relevant. And by the way, yeah, if any of you listeners would like the slides from the show, because we I actually have the presentation, you can reach out to us, um, send a message. And we'll be happy to send you the slides because there is so much information. I bet there's over 50 or 60 slides. Yeah, there was so much information. (laughs) Shauna, I know your eyes were rolling in the back of your head uh, at some point. I was taking a lot of notes. (laughs) But, but, you know, I, um, I think one thing, okay, let's just forget the economy for a minute and let's talk about electricity. Okay. Because I thought it was so interesting that out of all the things he could have started talking about, he started talking about electric vehicles. Do you remember that? (laughs) That is true. (laughs) He said that a level three EV charger uses as much electricity as 55 homes. Yeah, that was crazy. On average during the 20 to 40 minute charging cycle. I'm putting up more twinkle lights because I don't have one of those chargers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Shauna, I'm gonna I think blow my transformer you're Christmas lights you are well and you probably wouldn't use as much as a level three EV charger yeah that was super interesting it was I I mean I I, I don't think that I even knew well I think yeah I think the whole electric tr- electricity <laughs> side of you know electric vehicles I don't think it's caught up the infrastructure yeah with the ideas that everyone has, like, and some of the laws that are even being passed of we'll see what forcing. Happens. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see, right? <laughs> I mean, I think it's it's great. I think I know a lot of people support it, but I just think some of the people that support it, um, as much as uh, we want to see progress and change, there's some things 
like you're saying, there mm-hmm. are some things haven't caught up to that. Maybe progress. the cart before the horse, but they're getting there. They are getting there. That's right. And let's talk about population uh, and changes in population because through COVID, there was this huge exodus. Mm-hmm. And shift. Such a shift. And Dr. Ted Jones was talking about and showed based on the United States Census Bureau where all the movement was happening. Mm-hmm. So um, this isn't a test, Shauna, but do you remember? I know you were. You might have been sleeping. You might have been getting I wasn't coffee. sleeping. The no, number sleeping. one state for uh, population change, the most Increase? gross. Mm-hmm. Florida? No. Um, it's in oh. the top 10. So you do get a point for that. Oh, good. It was Idaho. Idaho, yeah. Yes. Idaho. Because all of California moved there. (laughs) So Idaho, Utah, Montana, Arizona, South Carolina, Delaware, Texas, Florida, Nevada, Colorado was number 17 for the greatest percentage gain overall Mm -hmm. from 2020 to 2021. So we had a healthy increase of people coming in, but not so much that we can't contain it either. So I think that was interesting to know. And what do you think? I mean, did you feel very positive about what he was saying as far as um, jobs? Um, I don't remember the jobs necessarily. I felt um, negative as the country with the country as a whole, but I felt positive about Colorado because he did have a lot of positive stats with Colorado. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we were in the you know, the top 10 of 50 states in a lot of the categories, but mm-hmm. with the jobs, what in particular did he say? Uh, well, I, I think that we're just a very strong state for cha- for jobs and mm-hmm. for job growth. And so uh, we're, we're kind of actually more in the middle. We're not on the decline, which mm-hmm. is good. So like the worst place is Delaware um, for job declines. Mm-hmm. And the very best place for job growth uh, is New Hampshire, if you can hmm. believe that. But Colorado is somewhere in the middle. Yeah. So we're at 0.2%. So, I mean, we have job growth. We have a lot of changes in jobs in Colorado, but a lot of job stability, a lot of things happening, happening particularly in Colorado Springs. Yeah. And that's one thing I took away is how stable we are as a local economy, mm-hmm. which is, you know, pretty encouraging. He was even surprised. I think he was. With some of the real local stats. So I think that, you know, for Colorado Springs, yes, we're going to see, and he predicts, and he predicted it through the research done by Bloomberg, Mm -hmm. that we should be most likely in a full-blown recession by uh, spring of 2023. Mm -hmm. And if that is the truth, it that ne- doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to have a complete housing crash. No. And the reason why I'm saying that is there's still an inventory thing. Right. And homes are still selling. Mm-hmm. But interest rates are going to drive a lot of what happens. And we'll see. None of us can know perfectly what's a, what's coming. No. We can forecast, but we don't know perfectly. That's why in our last podcast, we talked about having that five-year mentality mm-hmm. of holding don't have a short-sighted way of thinking about real estate right now. Yeah. And you're going to be safer. Um, he also said in a slide, the first indicator of a softening, downturning real estate market is a decline in sales as prices rise strongly. 
So we are seeing that even locally. Mm -hmm. We're seeing there's a decline, as we just talked about in the stats earlier, um, in sales as and prices were rising. Um, and that that was happening. You know, we we hit that threshold like close in the in the late spring of this year. Mm -hmm. And uh and we are definitely seeing a decline now with uh overall market conditions here. Yeah, and we're you know, it's with the season also because that doesn't help during Christmas <laughs> with the markets going In down. Fact, aren't you, you're ready to go get your holiday on right now, aren't you? I already you? got it on. <laughs> I know you are. But I, I think, you know, we should expect that people who are saying, should I wait until next year is to sell? Is the market going to get better next year? Um, well, I would, ex I would expect that we're going to still be on a downward yeah. trend. So there's a lot of ways to look at that, but um, just patience is going to be key as well. Yeah, and it's such an individual decision with so many different factors for each person. So that's why we encourage you to reach out and um, seek help because we really can help you navigate some of those questions. 100%. And we're not looking out for our own best interests and <laughs> wanting right. to nab your house as a listing. We want what's best for our clients. And half the time now it's... <laughs> It's counseling. Counseling and, yeah. you know. We're full-time counselors. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we always have been. Mm -hmm. And that's the truth. It's just that now there's more there's more space in the marketplace to actually talk through scenarios. And the mm -hmm. good news is people have more processing time. Yeah. Which is healthy in a way. We all need that. Mm -hmm. So, true. Um, you know. We appreciate the fact that you're trying to process through the market, and uh, we really do track this stuff so that you don't have to, and mm -hmm. that you can kind of relax in knowing that we're going to make and help you. We don't make your decisions for you, but we can at least give you and hedge your decisions around some factual data yeah. that will help you to know whether you should hold or not. Sell mm -hmm. or not, buy or not, because your experience is so unique to who you are. It's true. Isn't that right? Yep. All right, Shauna. Well, this okay. might be our last podcast together before the new year, but I sure enjoy doing this with you. And you are just Shauna Shark. You've got <laughs> this thing down, girl. Well, so do you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Very proud of you. And we are so grateful for our clients. And we just continue to wish all of you a very special time as you're processing the end of this year or the holiday time. And thank you so much for letting us be a part of your life and your community. Yes, thank you. 